If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download DraftKings Sportsbook now and use code VOCH, V-O-C-H, VOCH. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook using promo code VOCH. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void, and ONT. Bonus best expire 168 hours after assurance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Look, Scott, Scott that's the problem, though, Scott. I love all these plays because I'm draft guy, right? I'm draft guy. But somewhere there's a fan from another team that make me root against these people. CJ Stroud is incredible. And as draft dudes, Scott, my biggest point about CJ Stroud, I got you. My biggest part about <laughs> somebody in the conference, <laughs> my biggest part about CJ Stroud, Scott, and, and look, this could tie back to the Cowboys overthinking and shit, right? Look, 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 uh, uh, I, I was like, hey, man, the last game CJ Stroud played was against Georgia. If he do that 10 more times, he'll be fine in the league, Scott. And look at CJ Stroud. Looks good, man. Meanwhile, they call him Bryce Young, Pat Mahomes, shit. That, that, that's. I, I I like what the Texans did. And this ain't this ain't Texans talking Texans or talking NFLs, talking Cowboy football. But when they hired D'Amico and and got Bobby Slowick 
as offensive yeah. coordinator and draft this route, I was like, oh, man, that's, that's a nice start. Well, see, Scott, this is the funny part. Would you rather preview the Giants, talk about what happened with the you Eagles, right. or talk about the Giants? <laughs> you right. What the fuck you want to do? What you want to do? What unbelievable performance, man. Hey, yo, Scott, yo, yo, we will talk about, we'll talk about tennis in here before I get too crazy and talk about DeVito and the boys. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, thanks, y'all, for being here. Well, come on inside and get yourself yeah, something yeah. cool to drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we, we are here with, with day two of nothing happened over the weekend. Um, Sky, this is a terrible week to try to move on from the Eagles game because, boy, you'll be moving on into the Giants. And I was... I was thinking about giving us the day off, bro, because I don't know what the hell we gonna say about them characters. I ain't had too too much to 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 preview in the first game that we played versus Giants, and now they down to Devito and the characters. I they under Tyrod now. I really don't know what to say about them boys now. So it's it's a terrible time to try to move on to something different. Will still, you know? But yeah, I would have rather one. I I would have rather be in a gauntlet stage right now, where I you play you played, you know what is it? Buffalo, now you got to go play Miami, right? <laughs> back to back, right? So we got so we got three, and I'm air quoting easy game because we lost to the Cardinals. No, I don't like to game. use that no more. Because because we lost to the Cardinals. Yeah. But we got uh we got Giants, Panthers, and Washington football, which is back to back. Favorable games. Favorable games. Vegas should favor us in those well, games. Well, Washington, we'll though, that's that, we could definitely, you know what I'm saying? Wizards is tough. Uh, but it's at home. We're gonna beat each other. Uh, but the the next five is Seattle. Philly, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. Now, Mike McCarthy said said something interesting, and, and we could just smooth right into this guy. You know, I'm, I'm hey, Washington. and this is just a mixtape. Uh, um, our sounds good. Sounds good. You good? My son just right. called me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Make sure everything cool, Scott. Go ahead, we go should, ahead. And no, we straight. All right, cool. Um, Mike McCarthy talked about that too, man. He was uh, he was he was he was he was talking about when when to go on these runs like when uh you know when do you do you want to blow teams out when do you want to run into the tough guys right to the to the to the tough teams and that made me feel that guy like i'm grateful that we got tough games at the end of the season Same. we 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 need to figure this shit out you know what i'm saying um if i give credit credit to the eagles basically and i feel like we better than them but one thing that they got is they got the medal of a championship team and they know how to win tough games and they know how to go all the way to the end and they know how to limit as many mistakes as possible. And they just know how to do it. Right. A lot of teams get by cause they just know how to do it. Kansas city offense has had spurts throughout this year, last year, year, you know, year before, whatever Kansas city offense have, have had spurts of them looking absolutely crazy. But when you got championship medal and you just, just, just got, you just been through these doggish games. It's something about that that just gets you through this stuff. Right. There's something about it to where it's some clicks in, 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 um, Terrence Steele's mind, right. To where this is just not another rep. Terrence Steele now goes, once he's been through some shit, right? Terrence Steele will now go, I shit's on the line. Let me really be perfect with my technique and not just treat this like any other play. It's a focus thing. It, it could be just a buckle down thing. This all just random brainstorming from me, Scott. But I think that is something to being a part of tough games. And the Cowboys yes. got five of them, five of them in a row. I think they're winnable games also. I, I I like us versus those teams, but they're the better teams in the league. And if we're going to do anything in the playoffs, diddly squad in the playoffs, we need to figure out what to do with those guys.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well put, man. I ain't much else I can say there. I, we talked about that when the schedule came out, that yeah, it's a tough schedule, but I'd rather it be this way because we went through it the other way a couple seasons ago where the schedule at the end wasn't tough and our last kind of big test was the Cardinals and we failed it and we didn't really get a chance to go in the playoffs, you know, facing these tough teams. And what happened? You got in there and it was one and done. So go through that gauntlet later. And that's a later thing. Go through the gauntlet later and you'll know. You'll know coming out of that stretch what it is. That's Will Skywalker still, ladies and gentlemen. That's my uh that's my host always, you know what I'm saying? Not just for this evening, but all the time. Appreciate you, sir. My man. For being here. Um got some stuff, man. Got some got some clips from coaches. Uh some from Mike McCarthy. Some from Dan Quinn. Really want to hear what he got to say. Some from um Schottenheimer. Got some things from them. Just just touching on different topics, mostly the game that we just played. Uh, you know, a lot of them talked about your offensive line. Today's Tuesday, so I got a little bit of film for y'all. It's not Michael Parsons' film. Uh, sorry, you know, y'all y'all came in here and read the title. And shit. It's false. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll be talking about offensive line today. 
but it's cool. If y'all wanted to come to see Mike, hey, come on in anyway. We'll we'll talk about Michael for two seconds and make it not clickbaity. Um, I feel like Tyron Smith had one of the greatest performances from any individual offensive lineman on this squad all year. He was incredible. Years. That's fair, Scott. Scott, that's fair. Mm. That's fair. And we've seen some games from some from some old like like since the Travis Tyron Zach era. Like we still got got Zach and Tyron, but in the Travis Zach Tyron era, when all them dudes was in their prime, mm-hmm. there was this long stretch where like people on TV was like Dallas and that offensive line, but we over here like dog, we terrible. Joe Looney over here, <laughs> uh, uh, Cam Irvin and Fleming over here. Tyron hurt. Uh, 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 Connor Williams, Connor, whatever, Connor, you know what I'm saying? Like there, there's been times where this offensive line hadn't been great. So to your point, Scott, fair. It's been some years since we had this level of offensive line play. I was in the Patreon, patreon.com slash Vosh Lombardi, and I'm watching Tyron Smith, and I'm watching him get through it. We're not going to run it now, Scott. We're going to watch later. It's just, just, you know, it's just teasing right now. But I was going through what Tyron was doing, and I was wondering, man, like, man, like, why he playing this good right now? And these, these is dudes, because he was just weird looking versus uh Tulip uh, Tulip guy. He was just weird looking versus him, but he's whooping up on Reddick and sweating all these guys. I wonder is resting Tyron the key to his, you know, to his, to his. Don't it feel that way? Hook? It feels that way, Scott. Because <laughs> look, Mike McCarthy I always talked about, hey man, we got a padded practice, and what we start doing. Shh finding a tree to knock on we started doing please go. we start doing that we hear about padded practice this guy and when he say oh tyron made it through a padded practice you would wonder man this 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 tyron is a hall of famer bro he don't need to he don't need to block michael parsons to be able to to prep for josh sweat and look josh sweat is a dude but tyron's one too i wonder because mike mccarthy strikes me as a character that that and this is a long tease for some shit we getting into later uh mike mccarthy strikes me as a character that sees something and learn from it i wonder will we create this new veteran program like the the sean they ain't new the sean lee veteran program for tyron smith hey man you just sit down and be questionable all week you do the whiteboard stuff we're gonna watch some film with you You'll do your walkthroughs, find you the most comfortable bed we could possibly find for you, but you ain't got to put your helmet on. You ain't got to thump at prayer. You ain't got to do nothing like that. Just rest, do chords and calisthenics and just show up on Sunday and see if it works. Maybe Mike McCarthy didn't have faith that Tyron Smith could just show up on Sunday and do it. But boy, Hall of Famer Tyron Smith, boy. And we'll talk about it later. I know I gave it a hell of a lead up, Scott, but I got excited when I watched film on Tyron Smith. And then I heard our coaches talk about it. We'll be doing that later. But right now. Let me give you credit, though, before we move on. Please. I think you brought this up either last year or two years ago. We was just playing around. And this isn't to say this is exactly what's happening, but maybe along those lines. You was like, hey, what about just playing Tyron against the big matchups, right? Low management. Low management with Tyron Smith. But you was kind of just playing around. But. Okay, you're not going to do that. You're not going to sit him for games like the Panthers or whatever. You're going to play all these games. They're important, and you know anybody can beat anybody. But yeah. I'm all about load management during the week. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't practice him not one iota. For what? For what? For what? For what? You know, um, I watched three characters beat the hell out of Terrence Steele, and Terrence Steele got a whole week of practice. <laughs> Terrence, hey, Scott. Scott. We don't have back or right tackles. Terrence Steele didn't miss a rep at practice. And I saw Hassan Reddy, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham. I saw them boys put hands all over him. Tyron Smith off the couch didn't give up a thing to him. 
And he put together, he helped me give one of my favorite film sessions, Scott, because if you're just a regular player that's just out there, just beating the shit out of people like Tyler Smith, I can be like, Oh, Tyler rolled up and just beat the hell out of X, Y, Z. Right. And that's, and that'll be it. Right. Tyron has so much nuance to his game, Scott. I had to put together just some film reaction from my Patreon, patreon.com slash Vosh Lombardi. And I feel like I was in such a moment. I was in such a groove watching the Patreon. I would be doing a disservice to the film breakdown by trying to re-say it live on here. So I cut up some uh, some of me reacting to the film and breaking down some of the technical points of, of, of Tyron Smith kicking ass. But th- this, this is the longest teaser. Scott, normally a teaser 15 seconds, dog. I, I got a little crazy, but we'll definitely tap back into that later. Mike McCarthy had this to say. I'm going to run the question also. But sometimes they be having some wordy-ass questions. We're going to run the question first, and then we're going to let Does he Mike say, McCarthy. Just like uh, anything, uh, Bill. Just like anything. We well, just Sky, say. Sky, I thought of you. I thought of you. Dallas Morning News. Understanding there are some things you want to clean up out of that game, but when you look back on it, was it just a case of two – teams making a lot of big plays and big moments and they just won or is there you look at it a little bit oh definitely i mean i think like anything you always come out of the game and you boy it is not like anything boy it is like the thing he asked you for that, that's his way of kind of thinking real giving himself a, you know some time well, to think. <laughs> dog it's okay to just say nothing put your, put your eye in the sky instead of saying um he, he says just like anything instead of saying um, we're like well you know I don't know. It's not like anything. <laughs> uh, I forgot the guy there, Corey. He was talking about the <laughs> When you look back on it, was it just a case of two teams making a lot of big plays and big moments and they just won? Or is there, you look at it a little differently? Oh, definitely. I mean, I think like anything, you always come out of the game and you look at the details and the things you can do better. Uh, but I, I would think if I, if I was home watching a game on TV, I, I would think that was viewed as a, a very competitive enjoyable football game to watch. I mean, there's a lot of up and down, a lot of twists and turns. Uh, I thought the adversity advancement of the football team to navigate the different challenges is, is definitely something we could draw from moving forward. I, I've always enjoyed um, tight ball games in the regular season because I think it best prepares you which, for your football team for what you want to accomplish in the future. So, um, yeah, I, I think it was, uh, you know, a, a game that we we felt like we were productive you know, en- enough and now see Scott, that was something that we were just talking about, right? We just and it just happened to go into this clip. Then fine. I'm glad that we got tough games coming up. And you know, and and just just preface, just, you know, preface just in case y'all don't know what 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 time botch on. I feel like you could beat the Seahawks, Lions, <clears throat> Dolphins, Bills, and the Eagles. I feel like you could whoop all them if you line up against them, right? But it's it's these type of games that you know. Beating the Giants twice not gonna teach you. It's certain lessons that beating the Giants twice not gonna not gonna not gonna teach you. Or just beating up on you know you know whoever uh, Bryce Young and the boys that that is just not gonna teach you, right? You're gonna go into um, Philly and know what it's like to deal with like two top receivers or whatever. You're gonna go to Seattle and be like, all right, this is three top receivers. Let's see what this is like. You know what I mean? Let's see what the, you know what I mean. And then you're gonna get into these get into these close games. Then you're gonna learn, okay, well when the shit is on the line. What is my favorite one yard play? What what guaranteed works versus a good team when I need two yards? This is the time to make mistakes versus 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 good teams, Scott. If you're gonna make a mistake versus a good team and learn something from it, now's the time to do it. You can't learn lessons in January and February. 
Mm-mm. You cannot learn lessons in January and February. You can't do it, right? So if you can come into these games for this stretch after these next three Vegas favorite games or whatever, after these, um, it's going to get thick. But I love the idea that we're just going to be in tough-ass games from – it starts in December when we go back to uh, – okay, it's cool, Seattle, November 30th. We got nothing but tough-ass games from November 30th till it's time to stop playing. I like that. As opposed to, I don't want nobody to just fall asleep. I don't want nobody to just get comfortable. I don't want to. I don't want that feeling, Sky, where we beat the shit out the Jets and we go into the Cardinals and we just go shit. Ain't no, you know what I mean? Just the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. I don't want that feeling no more. I want a sense of urgency from November thirtieth till we done playing football, and I think that's gonna help us, Sky. Well, we need that sense of urgency now. But I get what you. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I mean, we're gonna go out there and beat the shot, DeVito. I hope <laughs> and beat the shot, DeVito. <laughs> but 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 since of, you, you you can't lose no more games. You can't lose no more games. And you should take advantage of the fact that you got five tough teams to play. The Eagles got five tough got five tough teams to play. And if they go out there and do some weird stuff and they win loss column, you can make up some ground in this first place bye week type thing. And assuming that, that you take care of business versus them at home, then you know oh, that is go. what it is. That is what it is. East Coast Metal says Hurts uh, outplayed that. All right, let's get back to the clip then. Here we go. It was a position to win, and uh, we didn't get it done. Okay, I got to let Mike McCarthy finish the clip. My fault, y'all. But, yeah, that, that was Mike McCarthy thoughts on having tough-ass games in the middle of the season leading up to the uh, playoffs there. You must be in there arguing with people because we're not even talking about Hurts. <laughs> hey, man, you know they got to do what they got to do to make themselves feel better about it. Um, they asked Mike McCarthy about the run game. Sky, I would love your thoughts and your opinions on this. I got a feeling of what you might say, but I would love to hear what you got to say about Mike McCarthy's thoughts on the run game. Well, I think just like any healthy run game, you can. <laughs> now it's just like any healthy run game. It's just like anything. Just like I anything. Go... You got to have a, the number. Uh, just like any passing offense, you got to, you know. <laughs> I think just like any healthy run game, you, could, you know, you can start with the attempts and, and then break nice. it down. So uh, I think if we get the attempts up, we'll probably be where we want to be. Scott, I got a feel of uh, how you feel about this, but how you feel about this? I'm not going to go into super detail like I did this morning, but he's lying. Okay. okay. Like, it, it, a running game doesn't start with the number of attempts. You know, it, it should be about the quality of your attempts. It started with blocking more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it starts. You just basically admit it. We don't, look, we're so unserious about the run game. We just okay. want to hit a number. And last year, he told us that number was 30. We ain't touching that number over the last month or so of the season, so you ain't got a lot of me credit. Yeah, you ain't got a lot of me. I know what we are as a team in regards to to what our best thing is on offense. You know, so I would say substitute the damn quantity for the quality. If we only gonna run the ball sixteen to twenty two times with the running backs, make sure they sixteen to twenty two quality reps, whether it be blocking it up or the way you're calling it. So I, I don't and agree. Then, it starts with the number. And then it's funny because twenty. 25- all participants are muted and they can unmute themselves. It's funny because 25% of your runs be Dak running and you ain't even call them. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, dog, it's like, Mike, you ain't got a lot of, because one, if you wanted to run more, play caller, you'll run more. <laughs> Dude, they call plays. And, and I bet you th- those numbers, I mean, I know you can check in and out at the line of scrimmage, but I bet you we check more in a run than we do out of it. Because teams, you'll give us a light box, and you see, you can just see it, right? Teams will only put six in a box. Time to run. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, you think we can make a serious playoff run without a run game? 
no, I think you're going to need to have some type of efficiency at some point. You know, I mean, maybe one game you don't. I mean, in, against the, the Bucks, we weren't really a run team per se, but we were really efficient in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're going to have to, to be efficient. You can't just be banking on Dak being the best third-down quarterback in football all the time on third and longs because we're run-run pass. Not saying we're a run-run pass all game, but, you know, we started off the game that way. But now nah, you you gotta find a rhythm, and I don't know how true it will be, but they they noticed something in that game, and we noticed it watching it too with the whole, you know, zone and whatnot. Let's see if they can capitalize off of that. Some things that the Eagles did really well was beat the shot of Terrence Steele, and you know, just like any right tackle, you know, you have to uh, was beat the shit out of Terrence Steele, and boy, they asked a whole bunch of people about about Terrence Steele. Boy, they asked Fossil about Terrence Steele. They were just curious about how everybody <laughs> felt. They asked Fossil. Charlotte Jones, boy, she got asked about Terrence Steele. Uh, but here's what Mike McCarthy said in particular about Terrence Steele. I think like anything, um, anytime <laughs> <laughs> he can't help himself, Scott. Scott he can't help himself. I heard he's been doing this since Green Bay, so figure he's been, you know, head coach for like 17 years or whatever it's been. So he it's just entrenched in his head at this point. Just like anything. Just, just like anything is entrenched in his head. Just like anything is a great. <laughs> there we go. Major joint injury. It's it's I mean, the first year back is always all, all, all you know, a very you know, it's a challenge. There's no doubt. And I, I don't really want to get into specifics, but there's 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 things that uh, you know, he has to continue to work on because of the injury, you know, the surgery and things like that. And he's he's working through it. You know, he won't make any excuses. Um, but that's, you know, that's part of coming back that first year. I mean, because there's the first for everything. So, um, but yes, I mean, it, it, was, it wasn't was his best game. Um, you know, we've looked at it. He's looked at it. And, you know, he'll, he'll definitely learn from it. But, yeah, he's he's definitely, in, you know, still still fighting back a little bit from the injury. Um. Scott, you remember we was, I mean, we, we do this all year um, and we just hear little notes and ticks and things about how Solari prefers his offensive lineman and pass pro in particular to be a little more aggressive, to be a little more blow delivery guy, mm-hmm. right? To be a little more Bring powerful. the edge. Ain't that what he said? Yeah. To be a little more powerful at point of attack. Scott, what if Terrence Steele's woes this year lie in that? Okay. Um, and it's, and I really thought about this, you know, just being, you know, resident O-line guy. I was in the sauna or some shit, and I was mad because the dude in the sauna was doing too much or whatever. But he was doing jumping jacks in the sauna. It's hot enough in there. But I was thinking about it, Scott. And I was like, you know what? The difference between Terrence Steele and the other characters on the offensive line is – the other dudes got like a lot of natural strength, right? They're naturally strong dudes. Then they got stronger. Terrence Steele wasn't naturally strong, but he did get stronger. So I wonder in this Solari thing where you want to be more aggressive, Tyron Smith ain't got no problem punching the shit out of somebody. Or Ty, or or Tyler Smith, bigger this week in debate. Zach Martin ain't got no problem punching these shit out of nobody. Bigger this can get a lot of help because he plays center, right? But Terrence Steele is out there on the island by himself, and he's not inherently power guy. Do you think with this new let's punch them, let's be strong, let's deliver blow first, do you think as an offensive lineman, Terrence Steele, as a right tackle, maybe he doesn't have the same confidence in his power as the other guys have, and he tends to lean a little bit more? 
offensive linemen, when they don't have the most confidence in their 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 power, they lose a lot of balance. Because Tyron can be strong doing this. Tar- uh, t- uh, Tyler Smith can be strong doing this. Tyron's got to put more body into his because he's not as powerful as those guys, right? So I'm just assuming maybe if he's not confident in his power, Maybe it's making him miss because he's leaning more than the other guys are. Because if you watch Terrence's feet, his feet aren't terrible. He can still move around a little bit. So I can't fully blame this on the ACL fully because he's moving fine. I think he doesn't have confidence in his power. And maybe that's why he's leaning and missing and all the guys on the Eagles are beating him with the same damn move inside and outside. Yeah. I'm, and I could be wrong. I could be dead ass wrong. But something you but but the the seven potential sacks is crazy. And I'm trying to think of something. I, I, I look, I understand he's not power guy. Sure. But I was trying to think back, not just in that game. I didn't see it much in that game, but just over the year because it wasn't just that game he struggled. Yeah. Maybe Niners, but I just don't recall many times where it was power. He's just getting bull rushed to the back into into Dak's lap. Aside from that Jets game. Well, Remember that well, Jets my, game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. So, so when he, when I think of he got a power issue, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of guys getting his chest and just walking him back, right? Sure. He ha- obviously power is not a strength, so maybe him understanding power is not my strength. I'm trying to overcompensate for it now by leaning, sure. by yeah. maybe doing something else. But as you were speaking, I'm like, when's the last? And I and I think about the Jets game where uh-huh. he got he just got walked back. Uh, was it 91 or whoever it was? But other than that, it seems like again he's just. Is it is he is he overcompensating for the lack of power? So he's sure. shooting with his hands too fast, or he's yeah just technique wise. I'm not sure. That's something you'd be able to tell me. Sure. And you know if you know if, like if I need to go back and watch it and only watch him. Uh, sometimes when you watch units, it's hard to focus on one one player. When you watch a whole offense, it's hard to focus on one unit. Um, I can't focus on too much at one time when I'm watching film or whatever. But but maybe I should just watch nothing but Terrence Steele, uh, one time. Um. But if I had to make a, I mean, I mean, it, it could be a confidence thing. It could be because it was all hands for real. Like, like when he was getting smoked, it was hand placement. It, it was it was him missing, and a lot of that starts with your with your with your base and your balance. You know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know. Maybe that's a project that we go back into the uh, Patreon to watch this weekend or something like that. Uh, but somebody asked Brian Schottenheimer. It was like, Brian, what, what's stopping you from just helping Terrence Steele out every single play? You can't help Terrence. First of all, Vach answered this. You can't help Terrence Steele every single play. Uh, but Schottenheimer had an interesting answer. Uh, he had this to say. Well, first of all, I think, you know, Terrence knows he can play better, and I think he will play better. Uh, if you watch the And I do think that part is fair, Scott. I don't think just we're going to get Terrence Green, Chad Steele all year. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah. I do think that this is fixable but he just happened to have a shitty game versus the Eagles. Game, uh, he had some really great sets. And again, I, I again that front four, uh, Reddick's an elite rusher, Brandon Graham, you know, uh, elite rusher. But, you know, you watch Terrence. There's some beautiful sets on there. Like, it's not that he needs help. Um, again, you mix those in. You know, you, you, you do send help. We help both sides. You'll see it. We get some double-edge helps uh, just when you play a defense like that. Because one of the things about doing that is you – you frustrate them. The edge players want to play on open edges. They want to be able to get off on the ball, especially in a loud environment like last night where, you know, fans are going crazy and they're trying to key the snap. But um, so number one, total confidence in Terrence. The answer to your question is how many guys you want to get out. So if they're playing a lot of zone defense and you're only getting three guys out if you're chipping or two guys out if you're chipping both sides, 
you now are a little bit outmanned versus certain coverages. So now see Scott, that was the Kellen Moore problem. I'm glad uh Schottenheimer said this. Scott and Chad, how many times did we see uh <laughs> two two offensive linemen in the backfield and we run three receivers into nine DBs or or three receivers into seven DBs, right? Like your numbers are thrown off. Your numbers are thrown off when you do that. Yeah, so huge problem so for what, me last year. Huge problem. So what Schottenheimer is saying is sometimes let's just say like in a, uh, like in an empty set, right? Sometimes having that empty set can be more beneficial to a beaten pass rush than having a dude help you block. Because if it's five guys versus whatever the, the coverage, like if the numbers are three receivers to this side versus two corners and a high safety, there's space somewhere. So maybe it's more beneficial for us to have that because instead of blocking an extra dude, we could just get the ball out quick to a guy. So I'm glad Schottenheimer said that. Um, based on what the defense wants to do and what we game plan, uh, we've always got the ability to help. But again, uh, we have zero doubts in Terrence. It's just, uh, again, keep working on his fundamentals, keep working on his punch. Those guys give lots of guys fits. And uh, again, he'll bounce back this week, have a hell of a week, and be ready to roll on uh, on Sunday. I do think Terrence would be fine. But if, if Terrence do this, like, man, who we got? Like, like, like Brian Burns coming up, right, Scott? If if Brian Burns and Ojolari give him problems over the next two weeks. We're going to have to have a conversation about, about Terrence Steele. But we'll see. We'll be all right. We'll be fine. We'll see right now. But let's get into it, though. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. On that note, let me let me, let me me skip around some of this stuff. Let's 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 go ahead and get into this tiring conversation. And if we got to go back to get some other, to get some other stuff, then, uh, then we'll do it. Here's Mike McCarthy talking about Tyron Smith, your best offensive lineman. Uh, from from last week's game he was better than tyler and look i know tyler got the big fanfare because he was you know beating up on Jalen carter or whatever but tyron smith was really the stud of the week uh here's mike mccarthy talking about tyron smith that's tyron smith i remember i mean that's, that's the best game i've seen tyron places i've been here in, in my time here in, in dallas so it's fact uh, i thought our left side as a whole uh was the best game that they played you know mm -hmm. so both tyron and tyler Rated out very well. And that's why you're facing with him through the injuries and stuff like that, because you know what he's oh, yeah. there. Absolutely. And I think just, you know, we're looking at our plan moving forward. So just to make sure he's ready, you know, get get what he needs to get. Hey, man, if he need a, a hyperbolic time chamber, <laughs> if he need prosthetic limbs, if he needs Stormbringer, like whatever he need, get him what he need, dog. I think this last clip was Mike McCarthy saying, hey, bro, whatever it takes to get that dude every Sunday, I'll do it. I'll do it. That's what it sounds like, yeah. That's what it sounds like, Scott. And I think that process is going to be Tyron questionable all week, walk through Saturday, game time Sunday. Especially now, and, and Scott, Cowboys had this dumb shit that we do every year where we play three games in, in 10 days. Tyron Smith definitely need to be sitting his ass down rehabbing through that. Yeah. So, Hey, some guys get veteran days. Tyron Smith is going to get a veteran week. Then here's Brian Schottenheimer talking about Tyron Smith, and Vach is going to give you my reactions to my to my Patreon film. Um, played unbelievable. I thought uh, really the whole left side of the line played awesome. Um, it's really, you know, for any O-line, D-lineman experts in here, like it's a really cool video to go watch the end zone copy to watch those guys battle you know, just across the board, our five or their five or their four. Um, I thought Tyron looked very comfortable yesterday. You know, mm -hmm. he looked very comfortable. He was really square with his sets. His punches were great. Um, I mean, anytime it's a quiet day that you don't, you know, n even notice, 
you know he's played, you know, played his ass off, which he certainly did. Uh, the cool thing talking to Tyron is, you know, um, how excited he is to be working next to a Tyler Smith. I think that's massive, Scott. I think that's huge. That? And that's something that we kind of talk about, but it's I'm glad to hear Tyron or somebody confirm Tyron saying that. The Tyron is, you know, um, how excited he is to be working next to a Tyler Smith. Because that dude has played next to some garbage for a long time, Tyron Smith. Yeah. And, you know, either garbage or serviceable player. I'll, I'll give Connors that. They were serviceable players. Tyler Smith is a dude. And that's different than a serviceable player, a high average player. Tyler Smith is a dude. So a lot of them combos, a lot of their movement stuff, a lot of that, you know, you know, double teams and all that. Hey, you're going to be blocking down. I'm going to pull outside of you. Communication and things like that, because Tyler is a smart football player. We know that that's massive for Tyron Smith. And we've been, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll say it, you know, Hey boy, I bet Tyron Smith happy, Happy as hell to play with Tyler than uh, Connor McGovern or something like that. But to hear Schottenheimer confirm that Tyron said that, that's big facts. Uh, we got 30 more seconds. Because, again, those two guys together are obviously a very formidable uh, duo. And Stunts. so, um, you know, he was he was excited about that. But you think about it, they haven't played a whole lot together. So we're thrilled to be able to, hey, keep building on that, moving into this week and beyond as we're getting ready to go into the stretch and just watch those two guys play together because – um, again, they work really, really well together, both in the pass and the and the in the run game. And we gonna need them. Chat every time we uh get the film weekly after a cowboy game, I go live on Patreon, patreon.com slash Vosh Lombardi. Uh and I was watching Tyron Smith just live. I was giving live reactions to 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 Tyron Smith. And I, I kind of found this zone I was in. I kind of found this groove to where when Tyron would do a block, I would get in my analyst bag and really break down the details of what I saw at patreon.com slash Vosh Lombardi, by the way, where we watched the film in the whole. Um and I really got my groove breaking down film. And what I would normally do is take those plays that I broke down and try to re-say it. But I'm not in the groove. And I don't want to leave out none of my analysis that I gave y'all on the spot. So what I did was I went back to my Patreon video and I broke up about five or six plays. If y'all want to see me break down 40 plays, then go watch. Uh, but I just wanted to show y'all how I reacted. A raw reaction to me. Will still was there. A raw reaction to me breaking down Tyron Smith's game uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles uh, last week. And after this, we're going to get into the phones a little bit. Go ahead, Scott. Here we go. Like, this is really more of a, a collarbone. It's, 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 it's really high chest plate that he's aiming for. Uh, let's see. Da, da. The, the, like he's like here we go tyron's aiming right over the nine right see that nine on his on his jersey right here tyron's aiming high now typically what they tell you to try to get your hands look at where um tyler smith got his hands there right his hands are more like on the nine tyron shooting at the neck he's shooting at the neck he's trying to get his hands all up in this right here all up in this little, this little, this little clavicle, you know what I'm saying? Scientific vice, by the way, all, all, all in this little collarbone, collarbone protection area right here. Tyrant trying to reach out quickly and grab that. And it throws you off your shit. Fop! <laughs> Cause you forget to breathe for real. Fop! But chat, take a look at Tyrant and, and, and how he faints the punch upward. Now, remember, Early in the film session, all we've been looking at 
is Tyron Smith attacking the neck, going up to the high shoulder and attacking the neck, right? We've been, we've been, we've been, we've been showing you that, right? Boom. Tyron's going to faint the high. Okay. Josh gets his hands up and Tyron's going to sneak his hands under. Tyron's going to sneak his hands under and pick his little ass up. I know. I know. Oh man, just Tyron Smith, dog. Just baiting it. Oh God. Damn, cut this music off. Cut this shit off. Chat, I know y'all don't like the nerd out on offensive line like I do for real, chat. I know y'all don't, bro. Tyron's going crazy with his hands right now. I had to cut the mute chat. Like, I know y'all don't really like, like, like y'all don't like, y'all don't like to watch O-line for real. Y'all just like to hear me talk about, I mean, that's, that's cool, man. But just that little sequence right there. It, what what's, what what's so surgical about Tyron right here, right? Tyron, this block, like he, he's shown 10 different techniques today, right? This time Tyron is, is being a lot more powerful with the inside hand, right? Earlier in the go, you know, Tyron, you know, Tyron's been, um, he's been punching with his left hand, striking with his left hand, right? Powerful left hand strikes, right? This time he's going to punch from the inside with his right hand, but it's, it's, it's almost like he's blindsiding Josh right now. And he's distracting him with the left hand. This left hand has been beating the shit out of him and choking him this whole night. He's distracting with the left hand so he can punch with the right. Just a distraction, right? Watch this. Lead up field. I'm going to show you my left. Hand goes up. I'm going to let you defeat it this time. And chat, y'all notice. Tyron never leaves his hand out there long. Tyron normally puts his hand out and brings it right back. He puts it out and brings it right back. This time, Tyron leaves that hand out just a little longer. Why? Because when he leaves it out, you have to defeat it. When you defeat it, chat, what's left wide open right now? The left side of Josh Sweat's ribs are wide open. Josh's left hip and his left ribs are wide open. So while Josh is attacking Tyron's strike hand, or what's normally been his strike hand. Look at Tyron's right hand right now. His right hand is the new strike hand now. Look at his right hand. Yo, Tyron Smith going a little crazy right now. Somebody. So Tony out there delivering a little bit of a chip, and that's okay, but Tyron don't need your help. Tyron, Tyron ain't need that shit, man. Tyron, Tyron good, man. Tyron good, bro. Tyron Smith. Oh, come on. I know. You don't find that. I know. Come on, Tyron Smith, man. Y'all like O-line for real. Tyron again. Faint. Fuck your hand. Yo, dog, you really not going to defeat my outside hand, bro. You really not going to defeat my outside hand, bro. Like, yo, this, this swipe means nothing here. Hey Josh, here's my hand to swipe. Psych. <laughs> give me your, give me, give me that. So Scott, 
I just had like way too much fun on 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 uh on yeah, page. He was going ham. Scott, I was just having too much fun, man, because you know I didn't even see a lot of this stuff. You know, I watched the game, right? But but watching film is different. Wait, dude. so it's so it's almost like I watched a whole new play, right? Just focusing on Tyron Smith and what he was doing. And one thing that I wanted to to make sure that my audience knew on Patreon is Tyron isn't just beating you one way. He's not just beating you one way. Tyron got switch ups. I'm not a baseball guy, but I've been hearing a lot of people talk Rangers and shit because you know my whole feed is. Dallas stuff, uh, but but he'll 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 hand up on you, uh, 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 hands inside on you, right? He'll high hand, low hand. He'll opposite high hand, low hand. He'll fake, boom, pull you down. He'll he, he'll he'll mix it up so much, right? To where I don't think Terrence still got that kind of mix up in him. You know, first of all, to where if you're struggling physically, you pull off some nuance and some and some technique to get you through the fight. You know what I'm saying? Tyron Smith physically is not who he once was, but this was all techniques, guy. Mm-hmm. Now, once upon a time, Tyron moved better than everybody. Tyron was stronger than everybody. But what what I just showed you was just Tyron, but 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 but, huh? Sight, pop, boom. You know what I'm saying? And just beating you with tact and old dude stuff. And I thought that was fun. If y'all want to see the the full Patreon film says go to patreon.com slash Vice Lombardi. But uh, Tyron Smith played a hell of a game and he showed me that, uh, hey, let's just let's just keep him healthy throughout the week. And as long as he got technique, as long as he got technique, he could be some of the best dudes in the league, man. Stop making that dude practice. I, will co- I agree with Coach said, man. I'm trying to think, but that that has to be the best game he's played since Coach has been here. Mm-hmm. Because in 2020, he he didn't play, right? He got hurt very early, out for 14 games. 21, he was looking really good. Then hurt his calf. He never was quite the same. He hurt everything, really, that year. And he never was quite the same, but he was solid. But he was really bad at the playoff game. 2022, we know what happened there. He didn't even get a chance to play. And then when he came out to play, he had to play right tackle, and it wasn't a great, great outing. Yeah. 2023, that game. And he's been good when he's played. That's never been an issue. The issue isn't about Tyron playing. The issue is about how many times is Tyron going to play. Because he's always hurt. He He hurt right now. He just yeah. not hurt enough to miss, right? Yeah. So we just need Tyron to be healthy when we need him the most. I, I expect another two games possibly he'll miss, but let's get that stretch at the end of the season, him playing well going into the playoffs. Yeah. How All is right. Chip Aces? How is Tyron healthy, my guy? He missed three games already and woke up yeah. with a neck problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if Tyron, that's considered Tyron health, has. I don't want that. Hey, look, <laughs> look, look, Scott, we always say Tyron. tell himself. He helped yeah. me, damn it, because I said it. <laughs> hey, Scott, hey, Scott Tyron, Tyron never get – look, he, he never get hurt during the game. It's always getting off the couch or getting out the bed or getting off the plane or something like that. You know what I mean? And it's always small knickknacks with him. Ty, Tyron wears a knee brace on his elbows, dog. He's been hurting for years. He, he just playing. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.